Hi, I'm Bill Mitchell, host of When Dating Hurts. Two years ago, I launched my Dating Violence podcast. Back then, I knew very little about recording, editing, or uploading to a hosting platform. Frankly, I didn't know what a hosting platform meant. When recording episodes, I needed it to be easy for me and my guests. You see, I was capturing highly emotional personal stories, and I couldn't have guests fiddling around, clicking buttons, starting and stopping over and over again. I launched with Zencaster, and I stayed with them. The reason is, it's just so darn easy. And today's Zencaster lets you record with high-quality audio and video. You can edit and distribute, too, all in one place. No more bouncing around from one platform to another to create your podcast. So if you're interested, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code when dating hurts, all one word, and you'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. I want you to have the same experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. Isn't it time to tell your story? I'm Bill Mitchell, and this is When Dating Hurts, a podcast dedicated to my daughter, Kristen, and all women taken from us before their time by the epidemic known as dating violence. I will speak with authorities in domestic violence, law enforcement professionals, families of victims and survivors, and survivors themselves. This is my conversation with Stephanie's husband, Neil. They met by chance when Stephanie had reached her lowest point after suffering abuse at the hands of her boyfriend of three years. With the boyfriend now heading into a prison sentence, Neil became the fresh start Stephanie needed. They are happily married now, and life is good. If I walk up to you on the street outside of your house and say, when you think of Stephanie and you think of what she endured before she knew you, what does that bring to your mind? What she endured before, I mean, if when I when I finally knew, that's what you mean. When yes, I exactly. right, yes. so when I finally when she broke that down to me and explained to me what happened, I couldn't believe. I honestly couldn't believe it. When I had met her, she still had kind of a scratchy voice, and I didn't make anything of it. I thought that was just. Just the boys. getting over a cold or something like that, but right. that's exactly what it wasn't. Why do you think it was scratchy? Was that from crying or screaming? Or no, she had been strangled. Oh right, okay. Many times, and it and it it jacked up her vocal cords. Oh, and I, I it just blew me away, blew me away. Mm. But um, you know, she went into it, and uh, during that time, she he was in the process of getting incarcerated mm-hmm. and then he did and man yeah i just stuff like that it doesn't jive i don't it doesn't jive i'm not a i'm not a you know violent person you know to put it short that i mean that that you know, that dude needs to go on a fishing trip if you, if you know what i mean <laughs> to the very bottom it's like yeah, you, you just don't do that to such a mm-hmm. such a kind beautiful soul you know it's it's amazing that people will do that and, but and you, it seems like more often than not by the way it does happen to people who are kind and innocent and forgiving yeah, yeah because yeah. because they're the ones who put up with 
the early stages and then they're trapped and they're right. still trying to help the other person, which all that does is enable them. Right. She presented herself very well. I mean, obviously I fell in love with her, you know, the first time I saw it. I mean, well, I think she may have told you the story about how she wasn't looking for anything and I wasn't either. No, I don't think she told me that. No, <laughs> no. Okay. That's actually the best way, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, when it kind of occurs to you that you really like this person rather than you're trying to find somebody to match up right. with, you know, sometimes it's yeah. like, wow, I really like this person. I was, you know, at the, in the beginning, I was a bit selfish at first and, you know, not, I, I had come out of a bad relationship and I was kind of off the market per se. She was a customer at the shop that I was working at, and I was basically a foreman over there. So I see people coming and going and, you know, take responsibility of the technicians and stuff like that. So uh, the owner of the shop, he goes, why don't you take care of this customer? She's in the office. One of those situations where she brought her own battery, just, you know, go handle it. She had a BMW 5 Series at the time, and little did she know that you have to uh, register the battery to the car. Oh, is that to prevent theft? Uh, what is that for? It prevents uh, electronic systems from going out of whack. If uh, it doesn't recognize a new voltage or a new amp hour or reserve capacity load, and it doesn't. It's like, why, why is this new thing in me? Like, I I don't, I'm going to freak out. Oh, okay. So you need to, you need to register it to a car. So I walk in the office and she's sitting there, Stephanie, she goes, oh yeah, she's all busy. You know, I got her computer and her notes and everything. She was a journalist at the time at the press enterprise doing entertainment column. Uh, uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So she gets up and walk out. We went separate doors, met in the parking lot, walk into her car and she looks over and she goes, oh, you're cute. (laughs) Well, thank you. <laughs> so we walked over to kind of, we just hit it off and it was cool. You know, it was professional. We both weren't looking at for anything, but you know, she, it just like kind of flattered for a second. Sure you were. Didn't make anything of it. You know, but we just kind of stayed in touch and you know, things happened. Communication, we were to restaurants. That was the first date. How long did you know her in that way before she said, look, I need to tell you about something. How long did she sit on that story? It was a few months before she told me that had happened. The When Dating Hurts podcast is supported by BlendJet. Big, bulky blenders are a real pain to use. But the BlendJet 2 blender makes blending a snap. I'm using mine several times a day. Convenience is the reason why. The BlendJet 2 is portable. So you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It can fit into your cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. And BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. BlendJet lasts for 15 or more blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself Just blend water with a drop of soap, and you're good to go. With over 30-plus colors and patterns to choose from, there's a BlendJet 2 to complement any style. Blend anytime, anywhere with the BlendJet 2 Portable Blender. Seriously, what are you waiting for? 
No other blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Head to Blendjet.com and use the promo code WHENDATINGHURTS12 for your 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. That's Blendjet. Did you have any inkling that there might have been something there? No, because she has such a strong soul. That's what interested me in her. She's a go-getter. She's a toughie. She is attractive to me. You know, not only that, but she's beautiful, well-spoken, and smart. Music world, entertainment world, and just such a wonderful mother. You know, two mm. kids that um, are just amazing. You know, they're often running on kind of two good, you know, paths. One's married, and the other one's just just a whiz in uh, Air Force aviation uh, electronics uh, technician. Mm-hmm. That just blew me away when she told me that. So she put all that on you, and so here you are listening to a, a nightmare. It's unbelievable, but you believe it. It's one of those crazy things in life, you know, where it's like, yeah. how many more times did you go through this? I mean, really, just even for me to listen to her when we were interviewing, yeah, the next one always topped the last one. You know, it's just, um, yeah. it's, and, and you know, you can't help along the way. You can't help but look at it like, why wouldn't that other person stop at some point? You know, how could you possibly have any positive feelings about somebody and keep hammering away at them, shoving them in all directions, hitting them, choking, you know, well, strangulating. Doing it without, with a clean, clear conscience of doing that, not even being under the influence or probably that was the, became for this guy, mm-hmm. you know, most violent, but even with a sober, clear conscience, still, yeah. still doing that. Yeah. Some people's I mean, cop out uh, is that alcohol or drugs makes this happen. And I've read enough about it. It doesn't. It right. it makes it worse. It enhances it in the worst sense right. of enhancement, but it doesn't make it happen. You don't go from being a terrific person, wonderful, magnanimous person, and then you right. have a few beers and then you turn into this monster. So right. it's the monster's there. It's helping to unleash the monster. But so I'm just wondering now. So you hear all of this, and then at some point, you know, that evening ends or that time period ends you're on your own you're walking to your car or you're it's the next day and what are you thinking because if if you and i know you felt incredibly attracted to her but this brings in a whole new layer of kind of like responsibility or yeah it's a new project on top of just getting to know somebody and and trying to see how your life would fit with that person and i'm just I'm asking you these things because I've never had an opportunity to talk with somebody who's who was put into the position that you were in or were in and still are really. That's quite all right. Well, to, to answer you as much as I fell in love with her, liked her and became a, you know, a relationship. Then I found this out. Mm-hmm. I immediately wanted to protect her immediately. And there's, there was no two ways about it. I, I felt she that she I still feel this and she has this she has this this glow this presence oh right I I totally understand that that people will 
take advantage of and can take advantage of. You know, she's she's been through it. She gets it. But I still feel that there's there's something there that somebody still can, when I'm not present, can take advantage of. It's scary, man. It really is. It, it's, it's scary. Because, you know, it, she's such a beautiful person. And uh, I don't, I really don't want anything to ever, mm-hmm. that, that to ever happen out of my sight. Now, I know what you mean. And you know that you've been around long enough to know what a rare item she is in the best sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't run into a lot of Stephanie's in your life and one comes along and you feel like this is a gift and you're right. I mean, you want to become a human shield for her. So, you know, it wouldn't take a lot to send you into action for her. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. We've, you know, we've come a long way and I know that she gets triggered sometimes. And maybe that's something that you wanted to, the next phase of things that you wanted to talk about. Sure, I'd like to. I absolutely would. If she were to ask me something or tell me something that I might be bothered from the day or something like that, but it's not like a a direct verbal assault towards her, but she gets this trigger and it's like, don't ever talk to me like that. I'm like, well, no, honey, that's not what I, that's not what I meant. But then she'll just like stay on guard for a little bit. Sure, she would. Yeah. It's yeah. like a defense mechanism, let's face it. You know, if you if you heard certain things or you saw a look on someone's face, or at least you interpret it, that that's the look before it's go time, you know, before that person brings the fury. Yeah. And if she sees it all of a sudden, zing, she went back a few years, and it's Michael all over again. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not Michael. Right. I have nothing exactly. to do with Michael. This is exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. I don't mean to change this subject for... No, feel free. Um, I adopted two dogs when they were five months old. They were picked up in the just a crummy neighborhood in the alley, you know. Hmm. To this day, they still, like when I'm sweeping or something like that, they just kind of like shun away a little bit because they think I'm going to get hit. Right, sure they are. Right? Sure they are. Yeah, yeah. It makes makes perfect sense. I mean, and they're almost 10 years old. That, that never went away. Yeah, it's, it's deep in there. Yeah. 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 You know, just, just like, you know, Steph, you know, she, it's, it's a terrible experience that will never go away. I don't think it'll, it'll ever go away. But, you know, being around love and comfort, it's definitely a bonus. And I'm sure even in the time that you've known her, that what she came from and what she experiences now, the old stuff is slowly dialing down, dialing down, but it'll it'll never hit zero. It just can't. It was just that horrific. Absolutely. So I guess you've never really crossed paths with that guy since all this went down, have you? No, thankfully. Yeah. We're not uh, living in a movie. No, no, it doesn't tend to go that way. No. There are a lot of people who wind up with somebody who was a survivor or is a survivor, yeah. I should say, was a victim, is a survivor. And any uh, advice in the world of do this, don't do this, anything comes to mind? Well, I mean, if you're you know a genuine person and you have sympathy and feelings and 
love be yourself about helping listen there's a lot of listening listen and absorb you know what this person has to say whether you may love them or not it's a traumatic situation it's like hurting a puppy so think there's a little puppy coming up to you and it wanted to express your feelings climb in your lap are you going to push it away Mm. no words carefully especially when it comes to like i was talking about having a bad day like you may raise your voice a little bit about something choose your words carefully you know be throwing stuff physical violence you know slamming a door so that's a definitely a trigger mm. you know and that can it's not a pretty sight to see especially to somebody that has been through that and to see them go curl up into a fetal position on the bed it's 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 a bad mistake to do just you know to see that the when dating hurts podcast is supported by cure hydration the purpose of the when dating hurts podcast is for us to achieve healthier relationships in life the purpose of cure is to help achieve healthier hydration routines dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue even mild dehydration can cause muscle weakness and brain fog I feel it when I'm playing pickleball for hours and water doesn't do enough. I was excited when I discovered Cure. It's an electrolyte packet that hydrates just as effectively as an IV drip. Cure packets are convenient and easy to use. Just mix them with water, then drink. Pretty perfect when you're on the go, or traveling, or really anytime you need a fast hydration boost. Cure helps your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. And Cure comes in a bunch of delicious flavors. Just mix Cure in 8 to 16 ounces of water and you're good to go. Try Cure soon and you'll feel the difference. Head to CureHydration.com and when you check out, add my discount code WHENDATINGHURTS1, all one word, no spaces, WHENDATINGHURTS1, and you'll get 20% off your order of Cure. Cure Hydration with Cure threats of violence like that yeah even if it's not intended it had nothing to do with sending it directly to them but just you know something that is uh, dramatic like that it's like whatever yes. you did probably is multiply a hundred times by the time it reaches the other person oh more than that yes more than that right you know love physical contact hugs <laughs> lots of <laughs> lots of love that's the key ingredient right there and listening and you know, your team. Although one had, I, uh, you know, haven't come up through the prettiest childhood, but I haven't been through that, mm-hmm. that type of abuse. And, you know, I, I feel her pain. I, I don't ever want to, it just, it just keeping your partner, friend, or whoever it is that has been in that situation comfortable and listen, be a bud. I like what you're saying about listening. That's one of the things when I give talks, the question comes up, well, your friend came to you and said, look, I've never talked about this before, but I think I'm in an abusive relationship. And you're thinking with John or whoever it is, you know, like I know John, what are you talking about? And what happens is whether you are a friend or you are the parent, if somebody, someone's child comes to mom or dad and says, look, I I need to tell you about something I'm going through. I've never told you before. 
the first thing you think is, well, I don't want that for you. You know, I, I, what are you talking about? Or you might say, I told you that person was something wrong with that person from the very beginning, you know, like you, you st- and what happens is you start to make this emotional thing about yourself becomes how you feel about what you're hearing versus right. it's not about you. It's about that person. So by listening in your case, you allow them to get those feelings out and think them through and kind of sort them out. So it didn't just crashing around inside their head and their heart. So I, I'm glad you mentioned listening because that's, that's right. huge in all cases is let that person get it out. Let them talk Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. You know, even though that you may not have the answer and it's, it's, a, you know, whatever that person may say, it's a, you probably won't be able to answer any or give advice about it because you wouldn't even know what to do in that type of situation. You right. Know? You wouldn't. No. Listening and love and comfort, man. That's, that's the best advice I would I would say. So Neil, thank you very much for coming on the When Dating Hurts podcast and talking with me and letting us know a point of view that I've never had the opportunity to talk with somebody who is in that spot. You know, that person who is there, they meet somebody, they like somebody, they begin to fall in love with somebody. And then that person says, look, I got to tell you something. Um, I was in a relationship not that long ago, and some of it's still lingering. And to listen to the way you embrace that, not only that person, but that incredible pile of baggage that came with it, you know, that, that it's all one. You can't separate it anymore. You know, that person is that person is doomed to carry that. But in a way, you're kind of saying, I'll carry it with you. You know, I really will. You know, I'll, I'll take it on my own back. I think that's just great. It's beautiful. So thank you for talking yeah, with me. Well said, yes. Yeah. No problem, man. Bill, you're you're a good dude. And, <laughs> you know, what you're doing is, is really going to help a whole lot of people. Yeah, that's It that's, really is. I mean, that, it's, it's very nice. It's fat. It's absolutely fascinating that you're doing oh, it. That's very nice of you to say that. Thank you, Neil. Of course, okay, man. Thanks. I'd like to thank my guests and my listening audience for their support. It is clear our listeners look for and play Survivor episodes above all others. They get caught up between the forces of good and evil, all the time pulling for the moment a victim becomes a survivor. I am open to other victims and survivors who want to join with me on the When Dating Hurts podcast. We can shine a bright light on the epidemic of dating and domestic violence. We can improve lives and save some innocent people from a lifetime of broken dreams. If you want to tell your victim or survivor story, please contact me at BillMitchell at WhenDatingHurts.com. That's BillMitchell at WhenDatingHurts.com. Hey guys, I'm Jamie Beebe. And I'm Jake Deptula. We're the hosts of the true crime podcast, Strictly Stalking. Brought to you from Podcast One. Each week, Strictly Stalking gives stalking survivors the platform to share their stories in their own words. Do you know why survivors refer to stalking as murder in slow motion? Have you ever felt like you were being hunted by a stranger? Would you know where to turn if a stalker was living in your house and you didn't know? We're bringing you these stories to raise awareness about stalking and give you the resources to know what to do if you or someone you know is being stalked. So tune in to Strictly Stalking each week as we dive into the largely unknown crime of stalking. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite true crime podcast. 